Before I get into my homily this morning, I just want to mention, because we don't mention them often enough, our, our lectors at Mass. They do a magnificent job, each and every one of them. Wonderful, wonderful readers. Yes. And you know, it's interesting that, that Henry had asked me if I would write him a letter of recommendation. And I said, to who? And he said, well, to the Beirut, Lebanon Mass Transit Authority. I said, do you think you're qualified? He said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I said, well, if you can get through that first reading and name all of those cities, I think you'll be ready. Bus A leaving from Terminal 2 to Lystra and Iconium and Antioch is loading now. And then a second bus will be leaving momentarily for Pisidia, Pamphylia, Perga, and down to Atalia, and finally to Antioch. I think he's ready. But seriously, if you've ever thought about serving as a lector, please see myself or John Winselowitz or Ann and just let us know and we'll contact you and we'd love to have you read. It is an honor for them and it is an honor for us to hear them read and do so very well. All right. Lord Jesus, help me to imitate you by accepting others and forgiving others. How will they know you are my disciples? Well, nowadays, words alone are empty. They need to be backed up by actions all too often we have experienced that zealous politician or that TV marketer. Remember that fellow that I talked about a couple of weeks? Have I got a deal for you? Who makes promises that we instinctively know are too good to be true. We want to believe the good they promise, but experience has taught us to have a healthy sense of skepticism. Unfortunately, this contemporary disbelief of too good to be true could also be said of Christianity and especially our beloved Catholic Church. Christians are to be known by their love for one another. In my marriage, with my children, and in my social circle, am I known for my Christ-like love? It's real simple. In particular, am I capable of accepting others as they are? Of seeing their way of being in whatever good light we can find. Though I set high standards for myself 
and try to live up to them. Do my spouse, my children, genuinely find rest, light, and solace in my, comp in my company? Or are they constantly on edge because of something that I may pick to find fault with? You know, love has high standards. There is a film, an old movie, and as I was working on this homily, I needed to look it up, and then I was sorry I did. Fifty-two years ago, some of us were going to the theater and watching Love Story. Fifty-two years ago. Ouch! Well, in that movie, there was a classic line. Love is never having to say you're sorry. That's how that whole line got into um, contemporary conversation. As Catholic Christians, though, we are aware of our weak nature and our tendency to sin, we need to ask pardon frequently. More often than not, the souls we hurt are those closest to us, our spouse, our children, a parent, an in-law. The disciples, too, had their squabbles with each other. The love that bound them exhorted them to make peace with one another as Christ makes peace with his church. And you know what the very first sign of that peace was? From the cross, Jesus says, Father, forgive them, for they don't know not what they do. Is my love great enough great enough to overlook the weaknesses of those who hurt me and turn my wounded ego to compassion and to pardon. There is an old saying, and it is indeed true, to err is human, but to forgive divine. Love is from deep within our heart, our soul, our very being. Christ told his disciples, whatever you did for one of these, the least of my brothers, you did it for me. This applies as well as to harboring grudges in our hearts. You keep the grudge, you keep the grudge against Jesus. You love you love to Jesus. Love goes beyond kind words and actions. It goes to the very heart of a human being, to our thoughts. Although it may initially cause distress to our will, to think well of those who have hurt us is truly therapeutic. I have said this on many occasions. To carry a grudge 
to carry anger. Sometimes for years I have talked to people. They've carried this anger so long they can't remember how long. They can't remember life without carrying it. And I finally look at them and say, you know, that makes about as much sense and I'll pick on him again because he's here, as me wanting Henry to die and then getting up every morning and drinking a bottle of strychnine. For me to carry that kind of grudge against someone, most of the time that person doesn't even know you carry the grudge. They don't know probably don't even remember the incident. But it makes about as much sense to carry that grudge and then get up every morning and say, you know, I think oh, so-and-so just ought to die. Cheers. You're only poisoning yourself. Our Lord said, from the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, unchastity, theft, false witness, blasphemy. Likewise, a heart that actively looks for the good in others will form the habit of speaking well and acting kindly towards those who naturally are, at least to my soul, displeasing. Oh, that's hard to do. There's some people in this world you just, ooh, you ever had that feeling? Just, no, one more time in case you missed that. You know, it just, I don't know something about them. Kind of like that deal between God and Job. Somehow it just, hmm, doesn't connect. But I need for my own soul's health to form the habit of speaking well and acting kindly towards that human being made in the image of God. Thinking well of others renews our faith in God's mercy. If we are merciful, how much more can we expect our Lord to be patient and to be merciful with us? Let me offer just a, a simple prayer. Jesus, your life is a witness of love to me. You forgave your enemies and even prayed for them. My love is a mirror to your love. But I realize I can love so much more than I have loved until now. Help me today to increase my love and to let go of those remnants of egoism that hold me back from living a Christ-like love. So, Father, today I resolve to make a list of those souls immediately before me for whom I can do a simple, hidden act of charity. I will pray for them. I will speak well of them. And I will look for a significant way to serve their needs as I would if they were Christ 
himself. Lord, as I walk out the door this morning, help me to remember that simple statue on the right side of the doors as you come in. For Lord, it is there to remind me of you. Amen.